the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back to the podcast, Mama. Well, today's episode is going to be super useful. You're definitely going to want to listen and then share this with all your mama friends. You might even have to listen twice. Um, But let me ask you a question. Have you ever been grocery shopping? (laughs) Let me think about that. Okay. So have you ever been grocery shopping and then just been super confused about what all these symbols mean on our food? Have you been there? Raise up hands. Yeah. Well, me too. I have been there. It's so confusing and you are in good company because today we are going to break it all down for you so you don't have to be confused anymore. So we are going to go through and talk about and figure out what all these food certifications and these certifications on our foods and our products mean. Okay. All right. So the first one we're going to start with is gluten-free. You probably knew I was going to start with that one because we talk about that a lot, right? But they're not all about that. But I thought this was really interesting just so you are aware of what that actually means, okay? So if something's labeled gluten-free, it actually means it's defined as being less than 20 parts per million. So PPM is how it's written in abbreviated form, 20 parts per million, which is the lowest level that can be accurately detected in foods, okay? So the gluten-free label regulation give consumers a tool for avoiding or managing their dietary intake of gluten. But notice I did not say it doesn't necessarily mean that there is absolutely no gluten in it, okay? Which is why when you have friends that are celiac or highly sensitive um, to gluten, might have a gluten-free product, but they still feel sick afterwards because some people are more sensitive than others. So it doesn't actually mean that there is no gluten in it. It just means that it is less than 20 parts per million, okay? So I think that's a really great uh, place to start to understand that label. Then there's, the next one is those all other free froms, right? (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, free from dairy, free from nuts, free from the allergens, you know, all those free froms, okay? So there's just, you know, just a not so subtle bias, right? That free from labels plant in the minds of the consumer. So the free from label is actually lightly regulated by the U.S. government and many producers and manufacturers just self-certify. Okay, so why pay a certifier when you can proclaim it for yourself on the front of the package? So common self-certifications which limit ingredients include things like vegan, 
paleo, meat-free, meatless, dairy-free, lactose-free, anything other than gluten-free, okay? Because we just talked about the gluten-free one. So these labels serve as just quick references for shoppers who want to avoid these ingredients for medical or other reasons, but they're very lightly regulated, okay? So it's just basically the the product maker, the um, people with the product are just saying, hey, this happens to be free from these things, okay? All right, so then we're going to move into things that are highly regulated, okay? So when you see that non-GMO project verified symbol, okay, the non-GMO project verified, all right? So this means that they have been produced according to rigorous best practices for GMO avoidance, end quote. Okay. So produced according to rigorous best practices for GMO avoidance. So including testing of all GMO risk ingredients. So the project's current action threshold for testing is 0.9%. Okay. So that's pretty low, which is on par with the European Union standards. Okay. And if you know anything about the European Union standards, if you've ever heard me talk about this before, they're very high the standards are very high when it comes to measuring things that are allowed to be in our food, measuring standards like this, okay? So while the final product for these don't have to be tested and the label doesn't guarantee that a product a product is 100% GMO-free, you can be sure that the products bearing this seal have met the highest standards possible for non-GMO, including testing, traceability, and segregation, okay? So the non-GMO Project Verified uh, Organization is a non-profit or nonprofit organization that prov- provides the only third-party labeling program in North America for products grown without using genetic engineering. So I think that's really interesting, especially if you happen to listen to the last episode that we have that talked about glyphosate and GMOs and genetically modified organisms. So the the non-GMO Project Verified, that's a great label to look for because you are ensuring that these ingredients in this product do not have genetically modified ingredients, okay? So that's really important. All right, the next one is American grass-fed, okay? So it's specifically that, American grass-fed. So this is a third-party certified claim, okay, that ensures that after weaning, the animals eat nothing but grass and forage. So they are never given grain, okay, for their lifetimes and have continuous access to a pasture, all right? So in addition, growth hormones are prohibited, and if an animal becomes ill and takes antibiotics, then it is taken out of the program, all right? So you can see the American grass fed symbol on dairy products, on poultry, on eggs, and on meat, okay? So that's what American grass-fed means. The next one is USDA organic, okay? So it's that specifically, USDA organic. So this is certified by the National Organic Program to be at least 95% organic, meaning no pesticides, fertilizers, hormones, antibiotics, radiation, or genetic engineering was used, okay? And um, this is really interesting because inside organic, you have like three different levels there. So the first one is 100% organic, which means 100% organic ingredients. And then you have organic, which is 95% or more 
organic ingredients. And then you have made with organic, which is 70% or more organic ingredients. I'm not going to go into great detail about all those, but I did want to specify that even inside the USDA organic, then you have these, the 100% organic, the organic, and the made with organic. So be aware of those different levels. So you can see this on different products like produce, coffee, tea, chocolate, meat, poultry, eggs, and processed products as well, okay? The next one is called Certified Naturally Grown. And um, it has its own symbol, and those are the specific words, certified naturally grown. So this is an interesting label that enabled to notes that the food was grown using the same standards as those for organic, the things that we just talked about, but not on a farm that is actually certified by the National Organic Program of the USDA, okay? So here's why. Some farmers have criticized the cost and the process they need to go through to participate in the USDA's organic program. So this is an alternative, a non-governmental certification system where other farmers act as inspectors in a program administered by a nonprofit organization called the Certified Naturally Grown, okay? So natural is a term present in a lot of food products, some of which you'd hardly call natural at all. So look closely at the label. At the label. I'm not saying natural products, we're talking about the certified naturally grown label indicates that someone is certifying that is indeed natural rather than just using the word natural for marketing purposes. Okay. So that's a really important distinction to make. Okay. The certified naturally grown, um, is an, uh, an organization of farmers, um, that are similar to the USDA organic, but just have not gone through the government program. Okay. And hence that is also just side note why USDA organic, USDA organic products are more costly because it is very costly to go through the certification program. All right. The next one is called American Welfare Approved. All right. American Welfare Approved. So this is where farmers, veterinarians, researchers, and scientists all collaborated to develop welfare standards now called the, quote, most stringent by the World Society for the Protection of Animals. So this third-party verified label promises that animals are raised humanely outside on true family farms on pasture or range. Okay, so that's the American Welfare Approved. And you can see that symbol on things like dairy products, poultry, eggs, and meat. All right, next one is the Food Alliance Certified. So what it means, a third-party verified seal. Do you hear this third-party a lot and all these things? So meaning no hormones, non-therapeutic antibiotics or genetically modified crops or livestock are used and pesticide use may be must be reduced plus farmers and ranchers must provide fair and safe working conditions ensure humane care of animals and protect soil water and wildlife habitat so you can see that on dairy products on produce on poultry on eggs and on meat okay all right, the next one is called salmon safe. All right, so what it means is the product was produced in a way that keeps Pacific Northwest rivers clean 
for native salmon to thrive and reproduce through practices such as limiting pesticides, we've heard that word a lot, right? Planting riverside trees and improving irrigation, all verified by a third-party certifier, okay? So you will see this on products such as dairy products, produce, poultry, eggs, meat, and wine, okay? So that is the salmon safe. The next one is the Marine Stewardship Council. And what that means is that fish comes from a sustainable fishery that's well-managed and doesn't cause environmental degradation or overfishing. So this third-party certification also adds credibility to the words wild-caught on seafood packaging, okay? And the places you will see this is on fish, okay? So that's the Marine Stewardship Council. All right, the next one is the Soil Association Certified Organic, all right? And so what that means is these are products that are certified by the UK Soil Association to exceed the legal European definition of organic. So there are strict standards are followed to avoid pesticides, additives, GMOs, harmful chemical processes, and inhumane treatment of animals. So you will see that on things like coffee, tea, produce, poultry, eggs, meat, and wine. All right, so that's Soil Association Certified Organic. And um, also a plug-in to uh, an episode a little while back that I had a guest on um, who's a local farmer here in Connecticut that talked about the importance of the soil. So if you missed that episode, definitely go back and check that out because it's really fascinating, the importance of the soil and uh, the protection of that. All right, and then the last one is a B Corp certification. And a B Corp certification is a designation that a business is meeting high standards of verified performance, accountability, and transparency on factors from employee benefits and charitable giving to supply chain practices and input materials. So in order for a company to be a B Corp, um, they have to demonstrate high social and environmental performance by achieving a B impact assessment of a score of 80 or above and passing the risk review. They have to make a legal commitment to changing their corporate governance structure to be accountable to all stakeholders. And they have to exhibit transparency by allowing information about their performance measures against B Lab standards to be publicly available on their B profile. So they have to meet not only product standards, but also standards in the workforce for the workforce and then in the world as well. So that's the B Corp certification also. Okay, so these are the things that matter. So to break this all down, to bring it all back and to give you a summary of these things, these are the things that matter. So the EWG points out that the most reliable certifications follow these practices. They have no antibiotics given to healthy animals. They have no synthetic growth hormones. They have no cages allowed and outdoor access required. They have more space to allow for natural behaviors. They have strong third-party verification. They have frequent on-farm inspections, meaning like every 12 to 36 months that they are having inspections done, okay? So that means certifications that you can trust do those things that I just listed. So here are some examples 
of certifications that meet those standards, a lot of which you've just heard. So there's the American Grass-Fed, the Animal Welfare Approved, the Certified Humane Raised and Handled, the USDA Organic, the Food Alliance Certified, and the Global Animal Partnership, okay? So those are ones that you can trust. Those are ones that actually have a lot of meat behind what they say, okay? They have those third-party verifications are really, really important. So those are things to help you see. Those are all good things, things that you would want to be having on those are the kind of certifications that you want to see on the products that you are buying at the grocery store. Now, I have some extra tips for you, okay? So here are some labels to ignore, okay? Because you're probably like, wait a minute, what about this? What about that? Like I've seen all these kind of different labels on the products that I buy or on the products at the store, okay? So something that says pasture raised, okay? So unless this label is alongside an animal welfare certification like animal welfare approved, this claim does not ensure that animals had access to outdoors, ate an organic diet, or received ethical treatment, okay? So pasture raised doesn't mean anything. Free range is another one to ignore. Another label to be skeptical, skeptical of (laughs) if the food product does not also have an animal welfare certification, okay? If this is a standalone claim on a carton of eggs, this does not ensure that the chickens had actual pasture to roam. It could just mean that they had a tiny closed-in porch access, okay? Uh, The next one of ones that just don't mean anything, 100% natural, Anytime you see the natural claim on a food label without any other certifications, consider it food marketing, okay? Natural could mean anything from natural flavor extracts, naturally derived additives, etc. Even high fructose corn syrup is natural, right? So just because it just says 100% natural without any other claims doesn't, uh, doesn't cut it. Locally grown, that's another one. So the thing is, while obviously I recommend eating locally grown products, having something say locally grown at your grocery store doesn't really mean anything because what what is local to, like it was local where they got it, but then it got shipped to my grocery store. So the only way to really have locally grown is to visit your local farmer's markets and join a community supported agricultural program, okay? Another one is hormone and antibiotic free labels, okay? These are ones that don't really mean anything because the thing is the USDA bans the use of artificial growth hormones in organic milk and meat. So choosing organic will always mean it is free of added hormones. And the thing is conventionally grown meat and dairy may also use the term no added hormones if not artificial hormones were used in the raising of those animals. So keep in mind that artificial hormones are never allowed in the raising of poultry and hogs per the USDA. So they're not allowed to be in there anyway, okay? So the reason these hormone labels are phrased no added or without additional is because animals like humans naturally have hormones. So saying no hormones is technically not correct, people, because there are hormones that are found in animal foods. So these labels refer to the addition of hormones, in particular like growth hormones, um, which increase the time needed for an animal to reach full growth and maturity. And we touched on this when we uh, talked about the three 
three ways that you can help improve the health of your child. We talked about this hormones in the milk that they are drinking, okay? So there are hormones in there because they're just naturally are, okay? Um, and then also about that, just keep in mind that the label is phrased without the use of routine antibiotics may mean that the animal did receive antibiotics, but just not regularly, okay? So pay attention to the wording. So if you want to ensure that the animal foods you eat do not contain added hormones and antibiotics, just choose organic whenever possible, all right? So also, so just to kind of summarize those labels, these are the labels that lack the uniformity and federal standards across producers. Um, they may be subject to minimal scrutiny and just have a lower bar for third-party certification. So these ones that I'm going to read off to you now are just less reliable claims. There's not as much backing these, okay? Um, American Humane Certified, No Antibiotics, no beta agonists, farmed responsibly, ASC certified, grass-fed, heritage breeds, pasture-raised, not treated with RBGH, RBST, organic seafood, sustainable seafood, vegetarian-fed, USDA process-verified, wild-caught, wild-fish. All right, so those are all claims that you might see on products, but they're just really not a lot to back them up, okay? So just as a reminder, don't trust these labels. These are deceptive, okay? They are Animal Welfare Review, Cage Free, Free Range, No Hormones Added, Humanely Raised, Farmed Fish, Lean Extra Lean, Natural, no nitrites or nitrites added, omega-3 fortified eggs and milk, okay? Those are deceptive. There is nothing backing those up, okay? And then my final tip for you in my extra tips category is at the grocery store in the produce section, you get, you pick up your products, right? And they have the little PLU code, the barcode on it, right? And there's four digit numbers that identify the types of different produce you have. For example, like the pound sign 4011 is a code for a standard yellow banana, okay? So when the number nine is added as a prefix, it means that the item is organic, okay? So for example, if it said 94011, it's the code for an organic yellow banana, okay? And then if the number eight prefix is added, that means that item is genetically engineered. For example, if it says 84011, that's code for a genetically engineered yellow banana. Okay, so that's my extra special tip of the day. A nine in front of the number means it's organic. Eight in front of the number means it is genetically modified. And what do we want to do if there's an eight in front of it? We don't want to get it. It's genetically modified. Stay away from that, okay? So that's what I have for you. I hope that cleared up any confusions that you might have in going to the grocery store. You might want to re-listen to this and um, really get that down, especially the things in the beginning. That's the main stuff you really want to listen to because those are the things that you want to be looking for. And if there's any that I missed or any that you're curious about, you've seen other ones, let me know. And I'll add those in the show notes. So just let me know. Reach out to 
me, DM me on Instagram, or just tag me in the stories with any labels that you've seen, take a picture of it and send it to me and let me know. I would love to, um, I would love to check that out, see what you're seeing, be able to answer any questions for you and share this with someone who needs to know these things. Share this with another mama friend. So let's help each other out and be able to spread the information with one another. All right. So take this information and think about this the next time you go to the grocery store. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.